I wish every brain could listen to this interview because without a doubt, you are going to discover a little bit more about product reviews and how mums buy. Plus, I'm pretty sure you're going to identify a few ways that you are leaving money on the table. Tune into my chat with Jackie, a mum of two kids, eight and 10 years old, and part of our Mum Power Shopper Network. Jackie's going to give us a preview of where she goes to discover reviews, what she looks for in a review, and how you as a brand can easily rev up your reviews. Stick around. It's going to be a good one. Welcome to Mastering the Mum Market, where we take a trending topic and explore it in a three-part series from the perspective of a brand, an influencer, and mum shoppers. I'm your host, Christy Nicholas, and the CEO of Mum Power. I can't wait to pull back the curtain on ways to fast track your growth. Now let's get started. Jackie, thank you for joining us on behalf of Australian Mums. We are going to ask you some questions about how you feel about um, product reviews. Um, and why don't we just kick things off by better understanding your own habits. As a mum, have you personally left reviews for a product or service that you have purchased? Uh, yes, I have. And thanks for having me, Christy. I have left reviews, not as many, not with every single purchase, but I think with the ones that I really, really like, I will will leave a review. Why is it that you will leave it for something that you really like? I think because it helps the people that are looking for the same thing or the same product or service and just to give a bit more information so that to help them make the decision. So I kind of, if I really like something, I will rave on and on about it as my friends and family. Um, so yeah, if, if it doesn't have a good review for me, then it probably means I don't like it. <laughs> what is it that stops you from leaving a review about products that you don't like that much? Well, with if I have ordered something that I don't like, I tend to go directly to the manufacturer or to the company that I've bought the product off. So I tend to really give my feedback to them because then I'd obviously ask for a refund or I just want them to know. So I actually email them directly. That, that's good to know that, that you go about it in that way for the products that you don't like. But when you do like it, everybody has to know about it. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, Jackie, where are you likely to leave your reviews? Um, so in the past when I've hired like dresses, I leave them on those dress hire websites because I find them really helpful when I'm looking for something. Um, Google reviews, I've left a couple on Google. Um, so, yeah, mostly those two places, either the actual website of the company or, or Google or sometimes um, product, product review websites. Um, have you ever – so it's good – I know you, you have – chosen to leave reviews on certain places have you have you ever participated in formal product trial and review um, campaigns uh yes yes i have and why have you been a part of that i feel like especially with with companies if their product is new maybe their brand's not necessarily new but their products are new i think it's really important to make sure that they get feedback straight away from people that might, you know, be in their target audience. So it's good to kind of, I guess it feels like you're helping the company out, but then it feels like you're also helping 
the mums or the shoppers out so that they kind of can get an idea about what the product, how the product works and if it's something that they'd want to buy. That's really nice, Jackie. So it's almost like you feel like a, a duty to, to share your voice both to help the brand and also to help other mums. Yeah, yeah, because otherwise, you know, I'm all about that kind of, you know, the um, human-centred design. You can't just have something and you you think it's going to be good. You know, you've got to test it and then maybe make adjustments. Um, so who are you going to test it on apart from the people that are going to use it? <laughs> Absolutely. On that, do you ever feel um, pressured to be more positive if you are receiving like an incentive or a gift for leaving a review? Um, You kind of feel that, but then I think with me, I won't take a product maybe from a brand that I don't feel um, I connect with or kind of have the same values with. Um, So then I wouldn't take something from a brand that I kind of don't really like. Why do you think it's important to connect with um, a product in the first place? Well, I think, um, you know, we're humans and we 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 want to kind of, we want to connect with each other in meaningful ways um, where we share, share the same values and, you know, we, and our goals are the same, I guess. And so the brand image or the brand purpose uh, really makes a, a difference to when I look at it. So for example, I guess, I don't know if they're sustainable or if some of their um, profits go towards a charity or something like that, you know, those kind of things you can really connect. Well, I can really connect with. That's great. That's interesting to know. So mm. would you say that that's something that a brand should um, focus on a little bit more sharing their values or ethos so that it connects more with people like yourself in the first place? Yeah, I think so. I think all brands have it, but I think the ones that share it in a not so obvious way in just their natural, um, I guess, either their marketing or the influences that they pick, you can see it come out in that way rather than just, you know, have a slide or have information. These are our values. Da, da, da. Like you, you can see it in the influences they pick and the way that they do their marketing and their message. What, what would you say is the best place for uh, mum shoppers like yourself to leave reviews and why? Um, I think first is word of mouth review. So um, every time I go to buy a product, you know, you chat with so many mums or so many people in different places when you pick up the kids at swimming lessons, at tennis lessons, you know, at school council meetings or community meetings and then at work. So there's already quite a lot of different types of people that you speak with that if you're looking um, for a new mattress or a new, you know, pressure cooker or something, Someone's got something to say and you know that they've used it. So I, I always stop there first. But then I I do Google. So Google's always good. Um, and go to – I actually go to the Instagram page after I go maybe to the, the company's page just to see their products in action. So someone actually using it that that's similar to me so I can see, oh, yeah, okay, that'll make my life easier or more convenient. Yeah, I'll grab that. Interesting that you use both. So you would you will check out content from the brand, but then you'll also have a look um, from other viewpoints like yourself. Yes, yeah. Just I don't like looking in one place. So even if a product has a lot of good reviews and then maybe a bad review, I also check who 
is leaving the bad review. It might be a competitor, you know, someone where it's just, yeah, you need to check. I feel like I need to check a lot of different um, sources before I go buy something, especially if it's, you know, an expensive item. Yeah, you're not alone. That is exactly a very consistent um, buying journey that a lot of mums have. Um, Can we drill into that a little bit more? Can you maybe have a think back to something that you were thinking about purchasing, whether it is for the home or the kids, um, uh, and possibly might be a little bit more expensive? Um, if what at what point did you consider checking out reviews? Um. So yeah. So once I know that I need something, I will ask around first, friends, family. You know what kind of item or what brand do you have of this item and where did you get it from how much was it so kind of do an initial research with people like talking directly with someone um and then once they they might say a few brands i'll go online so again just google that certain brand and then go to their website and have a look at i guess what you're supposed to look for in that thing so so for example if it's a mattress you know, you sleep on it, you like it firm or soft, but what are the other qualities, I guess? And then you find out what different mattresses are made of and the qualities you should be looking at and ticking off. Um, and then after I know a bit about what I want to buy, then I'll start looking at reviews either on that website or, again, Googling that product review um, website and also Instagram. That's, that's really great and very helpful to understand how it all comes together. Why are reviews from strangers valuable to you? Um, I think I just, you want to see what the general market is also leaning towards and they might know something that my immediate contact people, you know, they're not really aware of. So they might, I don't know, strangers might be aware of some new brands out there and, new technology or new types of um, features that I might need to look out for that my friends or family or those that I speak to might not necessarily be across. So again, I like to just research a lot. (laughs) So I like to see the bigger picture and just see really what's out there and make sure that if I am purchasing something big that I've covered all bases for the you know, for the time that I'm purchasing. And if something new comes along, then, you know, I'll just wait. (laughs) You know what, Jackie? Um, It's funny that you say that because when we chat to different brands, we joke about it, but it's true that mums sometimes know more about the product than people who work in the store do because of the (laughs) in-depth level of research that you've done. That's so true because it's like, and then it gets frustrating if you go into an actual store, if you're buying online and they don't know. It's like you ask them questions because you already know the answer, but you just want a bit of reassurance. And they say, oh, just go check the website or something. And then you can say, well, I have. (laughs) But I just wanted to know from your perspective. So I think, yeah, that, that customer service is important as well to make sure that all the staff know everything. Let's be honest here. When you're at that point, do you feel like you're almost asking for them to sort of put the icing on the cake to make you buy? <laughs> exactly. I wouldn't, you know, drive all the way. You've got everything online. So once you go in there, you're you're nearly ready. And it's almost also a turn off when they don't ask for the sale. Like a lot of people don't want to be pushy, but at the same time, if you know you have a good product, why wouldn't you say, here you go, you know, um, do, do you want to, 
you know, we can purchase that now, we can look after you or or even if it's online, you know how they have those purchase buttons as you scroll down the page. Like why aren't they doing that if they really have a good product? So, yeah, that's something to think about too. Can you imagine how much money companies are leaving on the table because they're not tuning in to what you're not saying? Yeah, exactly. That's like it's, there's so much in what you're not saying as well as what you're saying that that really needs to be picked up on. When you're looking at different reviews on on different sites um, or different destinations, are there some um, sites that you trust for reviews more than others? Um, Yeah, so that product review site, sometimes Google, but again, I feel like there can be some people leaving either negative reviews that are not necessarily true you know, they mightn't have read the instruction or it mightn't have met their expectation, but their expectation was high or different to what that specific product was actually saying. So, um, yeah, product review is good. I like that website because I like seeing the pictures. So when you leave a review, you can leave the pictures on there uh, and there's lots of different ratings. So there's uh, you can rate it with some stars on, I guess, durability, quality, all those different features. So it's almost all in one spot and then on on the side of the website then there's also if you are for example looking at a mattress in a specific brand and you're looking at their reviews on the side there's options of all the other brands and different types of mattresses as well so it kind of is all in one place and and I like that because you know as mums it's so busy there's just too many things on and you're driving around and going to school and then working full-time or part-time or something. And so you just want all the information in the one place. Yep. That totally makes sense. Um, and the, the faster and easier brands make it for you, the the quicker you are to possibly make a sale if it hits all yeah. you know, everything that you're after. Um, you made some interesting points before about sometimes people leaving reviews where it's not hundred percent, um, in your opinion, accurate. How do you decide whether a review is a genuine reflection of the product? I look at the, I guess, the way they write it as well. Um, I'm a bit of a stickler for having, you know, correct punctuation. I don't know if that makes a difference, but but for me it makes a difference. So if it's not, it doesn't look neat and correct, then I kind of won't really take that too seriously um and also yeah I look at the users that will might leave those reviews and see if they're only leaving bad reviews if they're leaving balanced reviews then I kind of tend to take that on board um so again it's not just looking at it face value it's kind of digging into a bit more that's really um that's pretty comprehensive looking into this even more what else are you looking out for like say for example um do you ever look at things like the date of when reviews were published or how many reviews? Yeah, the number of views is good because then you can see how many people have kind of bought it. And obviously that's not a true reflection because more people would have bought it. But if people are leaving reviews, then you know that they've taken the time and the product is affected them enough in a negative or positive way for them to want to help other people either not purchase it or purchase it. And then also, the, yeah, the date, the more current it is, the better and if there's some over a long period of time um that's good also to to see that it's either consistent or not consistent or maybe there were good reviews previously but maybe service has gone down or something has happened and you can kind of see that 
in the reviews as well. All you need to do is quickly scroll up and down. What about if we if we were to look at the date of when reviews were left, the number of reviews, and then the actual star rating? Which of the three is most important to you? Um, I I would obviously look at the star rating first. <laughs> like it's such an easy, you know, when you're trying to make decisions quickly, that's a really easy um, gauge looking at that, and it's visual as well. So I really like the visual kind of thing. So I would look at that first. Okay. What about second? Number or date? Oh, number. I feel like if there's just one or two, maybe people haven't really been impacted by the the product as much um, that will push them enough to, to write in or take time, even if it's only a sentence or two sentences, at least, you know, they've, they've enjoyed the product enough to leave something or not enjoyed the product. Jackie, do you follow any influencers that you feel give pretty honest reviews um, that, that, and you trust them? Oh, yeah. I like um, uh, Joyce from Tot, Hot or Not. She's been around for a while and Tanya from Melbourne Mum. And I like lately the cleaning ones uh, like Chantelle. She has, what is she, Mum, Mama, Mama Mila, I think it is, AU. Um, so she has a lot of hacks. But then she also has products, so I end up buying things like organizers for the wardrobe or something. <laughs> so, what is it about their content that you believe? Um, I think they seem also genuine, and of I, I have met some of them, so so that kind of makes a difference. I'm I, I like being um, you know like face to face with people, um, but the ones that I haven't met. I I think their content is just quite timely and it seems to be that when I'm looking for something or maybe just because I'm scrolling it's there, I can find a need for it because they present it in a way that that I would use it or a reason as to why I would use it. So they'll they'll use something or they'll promote some event or service or something and then I can see me using it because I actually do need that at the time. So then, yeah, that's what kind of makes me want to buy what they show it sounds like it's relatable and they're showing you the effect it could have in your life as well yeah yeah because I guess you know as a mom and you've got two older kids and and a husband and a fat like it's just a whole household to run they put it in a way that's similar whereas I guess you could have the same product but then show it in a different way for a younger audience or an even older audience but so I feel like they're really relatable do you notice a balance of positive and negative reviews from influencers? Um, I think I see mostly positive reviews. I don't know if because I'm on the lookout for positive reviews and then the negative reviews I just scroll past or if maybe they're the same as me that if a product gets reviewed on their page, then that means they also trust that product and they don't make time for the ones that they don't want to make time for. Um so, yeah, I think from what I see, it's mostly positive. But then they will point out maybe one thing that that product could have changed. So then that makes it more authentic because they are talking highly about it, but then they do describe some, uh, you know, they describe the pros and cons. And that's probably helpful as well so that you can see the other side of it too. Yeah, yeah, totally. And it, it feels more real. When they talk about the the cons, does it put you off? Um, not really. I think it just means that I know what to look out for and 
and expect. Um, and if that certain feature is something that I rate highly, then I might not go with that product. But if I can, if I see that that's not really that big a deal, then it won't really put me off. And that's a really important point to make because sometimes brands think that if there are negative um, comments made about certain features that it's going to be a deal breaker. But mm-hmm. as you're saying here, it's not always a deal breaker. You can decide if um, if it's that important to you or not. Yeah, and we're, no one's perfect and there's no product or service that's perfect. So there's always going to be something. Um, so you just, I guess, have to pick and choose what you can deal with. Jackie, can you think back on a time, it doesn't have to be a review that an influencer wrote, it can, let's keep an open mind. I want you to think about a time when you read a review and decided, yes, that's it, I'm buying this, or maybe when you thought, yep, that's not for me. Um, What was the product? You don't have to mention the brand if you don't like, and tell us about that part of the review that was the deciding factor that pushed you over the edge one way or the other. It was shoes. (laughs) like like sporty kind of gym shoes uh, workout wear and what pushed me over was like a video like showing me the shoes in action and then you know how they show the shoe up close to the screen and then they describe all of the different features and the colors it can come in and you can get a discount if you use this code which a lot of the influencers have um and just seeing it in 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 real life, not in real life, but in video form, um, that really helped. And and seeing it with different types of outfits, uh, that really helped. So I feel like the feature, showing really the features and how you can benefit from it, it really makes a difference. That's that's a great um, example. On that, do you in general have a preference for video or written reviews? I think it depends if I'm looking on my phone on the train where I want it to be quiet, I'll look for the written ones. And then, you know, when I can make some noise, I'll look at the video ones, but I do, I like the video ones because it's visual. And then a lot of videos these days have the captioning on there as well. So you can turn the sound off. So for me, I think that that's quite a trend that there's a lot of short form videos, um, especially in digital marketing um, that you see. And I find it helps me. On videos, um, do you find like length of time makes a difference to you? Yeah, because, you know, you don't have much time and it's hard to concentrate when there's people wanting things from you and the kids wanting snacks or something. So, um, I don't know, short and sweet and not too much downtime or silence in between when they're talking or explaining things, I find that that helps. Would you say up to 30 seconds, up to a minute? Uh, probably 30 seconds, depending on what it is, if there's a lot to talk about. But if it's visual and it's on video, you can, you can basically see it and they don't have to describe too much. With um, video reviews, it's been so interesting watching the landscape evolve, particularly with TikTok, mm. and there's a lot more raw content that's coming out compared to many years back where everything was a lot more polished and um, mm. beautiful and curated. Um, what's your what, what's your thoughts around the the very natural, organic, raw style content that that is written that is produced by anybody, not necessarily professional content creators? I, I like seeing the raw stuff. I like seeing their bloopers if you know the the eyeliner drips because they accidentally didn't put it on properly or they accidentally knock the 
the product over. I like seeing all of that. But then I do also like seeing the more sleek ads from the actual company just to know that they're putting effort, um, you know, into all aspects of their business. So a balance is important to you? Yeah, yeah. I don't want to see just the the candid ones. That's good. Yeah, that's it's interesting. I think um, that is definitely in line with what um, people are interested in. Like they do want, they still want to see um, aspirational content, but they still want to see the raw relatable stuff too. Uh, Jackie, if you're reading a review and it's got there underneath or it's been disclosed that it's been incentivized and whether it is on product review or whether it is with an influencer, how do you feel about reading a review or seeing a video that is um, incentivized? I think we're just really used to it these days, but that's another form of marketing. So if we're in the car or if we're on a, listening to a podcast or if we're on watching the TV, which probably hardly anyone does anymore these days, you're, you you know that you're going to get sold at or to. Um, so I, that that's fine with me as long as it, I guess it's not every second part, every, every post that you see is just a gift or an ad hashtag. <laughs> Um, yeah, I would, I would still watch it and still, and still pay attention to what they have to say. What about, um, if we, if we go to, you you mentioned before, you also look at product review. What about those reviews? If they've been incentivized, if people receive, um, free product, in your opinion, does it reduce the legitimacy of the review or is it something that you're used to because that's the way of the world? I think, again, if they write only really glowing positive reviews, plus it says it's been incentivized, then that, you know, that kind of is a red flag. But if they do give a bit of the, the if they list out the pros and cons, then you know that maybe that's, that's a more honest review from them. Great. I think that's fantastic um, to, to, to see how you feel about that uh, because it's an unknown you know, Mm. how how the world's going. Uh, As we wrap up, Jackie, you've got one last question and I would like uh, to get your takeaway tips. What do you think a brand could do to encourage mum shoppers like yourself to leave more reviews for them? To ask for a review because there's actually not a lot that ask you um, for a review. And I think in, in saying that, making it easy as well. So if I've just sat down for a meal because I've had to order it on an app, and straight away after I've ordered it, there's a button, leave a review, you click on it and it looks pretty easy. You can just type straight away and submit. Um, that would be the best way because as a customer, you don't have to do the work. You just have to tap, you know, click on this, click on that, write your review, take a picture of whatever you're eating or purchase straight away and then submit. But if you have to go out of your way to then find a link or log on to something else, that is that really kind of hinders your journey to to leaving a review because it's too long. It's um it's a bit inconvenient. So that would be the first tip to to ask for them to leave a review in a nice way and then also make it easier for them to get to that spot wherever it is that you want them to leave the review at. Um, and I think also getting a, a range of different um, maybe influencers or or websites that you get the reviews on. Because when you when people talk, they talk to all different people, and then it will 
you know, first I go word of mouth and then I go online and see the review. But then if I see good reviews, someone might ask me about it and then I will go back and tell them because I've seen reviews about it. So it's all kind of all interconnected in some way. So make sure that you cast the net wide and get reviews left on different types of platforms and not just necessarily your website or product review. Um, And I think, yeah, have some video content (laughs) that's really easily consumed by us mums who are really quite busy and, you know, make it entertaining so that while we're watching it, you know, we've had a long day at work or a long day looking after the kids. You just, you just want to have a bit of a laugh or just something lighthearted and not too serious. Excellent inspiration for, for different brands, Jackie. Uh, thank you so much for your valuable contribution. I really enjoyed having you on the show and hearing your honesty and your journey. And um, I really want to thank you for your time. Thanks very much. It's been great talking to you, Christy. If you found this episode interesting, be sure to check out what influencers and brands have to say about the same topic. Get the complete picture and grow faster.